happen on this. Yeah, for grace to be grace, it cannot be I cannot, I cannot be in a state of good feeling, so to speak, or, or in a state of good circumstances for me to for me to do it. So I think that even the purpose of prayer is to tune us, not to not to achieve something from God, but really in prayer we receive something from God, and that is tuning us so that we may be able to receive. That's the purpose of going to this project. So let's let us go into this project. For some time, maybe 30 minutes. That is Psalm 16. Mm. I say to the Lord, it is speaking to the Lord. I say to the Lord, You are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. How many of us can say honestly that? But apart from you, Lord, I have no good thing. Mm. And this is a man, we are talking of a rich man, really. And uh, his intimacy with God has led him to say that apart from you, I have no good thing whatsoever. As for the saints who are in the land, they are the glorious ones in whom is all my delight. And we read C in the superscript. As for the pagan, verse 3. As for the pagan priests who are in the land, in stroke, and the noble in whom all delight, I said, I don't know what that says. Yeah, I don't bother myself with things I don't understand. The sorrows of those who increase who run after other gods. Yeah. That is, as for well, not pour out for libations. Blood and take out the names of my lips. Verse 5 Lord, you have assigned me my portion and my cup. You have made my Lord secure. Which is referring to our relationship with God. I don't think it is referring to the context from the verses that come from up. He's not talking about things, they're talking about his person, his presence. Boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. This is what many people go as. They refer to it as cars, houses. Okay? But this is an appreciation and uh, uh, an acknowledgement and a testing of finding in the Lord and really seeing that in Elsewhere, we have elsewhere apart from the Lord. We have no good thing. As the other phrase says, we have searched for him. We have searched for him. We have searched for what? Search for him. 
such place where he will say, I will praise the Lord for saving who comes to me even at night. My heart instructs me. Then verse 7, verse 8 says, I have set the Lord always before me because he's at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the grave. No, we will let your holy one see the king. And this is referring to the Lord Jesus. You have known, you have, you have made known to me the path of life. Very interesting choice of words. Eh? You have made known to me the path of life. It's like it's outside my grasp. Away of, of my grasp, but he has made it known through his grace. Yeah, you have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence and with eternal treasures at your right heart. So uh, you can see how the, it begins. He makes to us, he makes his his path. He reveals the path of life to us so that we can have joy in his presence. Um, and with eternal pleasures at your right hand. That is a short psalm. So this world cannot be figured out just like that. And the safest way to walk through it, one of them need to be so smart. Yeah. Um, is to ask the Lord to make the path of life be made known to us on a daily, in our daily experience. Yeah. In our daily experience. You can see that the character of the world is different. The character of the world is that they are harsh. This, this one. And we tend to feel that the Lord is harsh. Maybe transfer that spirit of transparency. We tend to think it's harsh, yet it's not harsh. Um, second, we tend to think it's bribing, yet it's not bribing. And all these, all these, all these 
scenes um, uh, describe our high priest. He's, he's tender, he's loving, he's gracious. These things are being brought to us, we should never forget. These things are being brought to us because of his severity. Yeah. Same as the consuming fire. Same. His eyes are like flaming fire, so to speak. So, this is what we have to deal with. It's not like the pagan gods. Uh, the pagan gods, uh, first of all, they spread guilt, they spread uncertainty. There's no grace before them. It's not like our God. You know, Israel used to say, What is the God of our salvation? They made the God of immediacy, the God who saves us from the now. Now, the interpretation of being saved and now somebody will... Sometimes, for us, what we think we need to be saved from actually is not what we need to be saved from. Yeah. I, and the more I grow little by little in him, the more I get to see that I need to be delivered from myself, more I need to be delivered from circumstances See the scriptures are saying, You have made known to me the path of life. Somebody can think that somebody who reads this, just like they keep running through a corridor, he can read, Okay, you have made, he thinks he has owned it. Yeah? And misses out the, the precious ministry of the Holy Spirit who makes truth a real. So that's why you have many people who are uh, familiar with passages, but the passages have not become familiar to, to, to them. And uh, it takes a couple of availing, a couple of times of availing ourselves to Him in order for our hearts to be molded, to be confirmed. This is proved in Acts chapter 19, exposure of our hearts to the good word of the Lord. This, this is seen like in Acts chapter 19. There has to be a continuous exposure uh, to the good news because our hearts are susceptible to want to grow.
corações. This went on for two years. This is what it reads in verse 10. So that all the Jews and the Greeks who lived in the province of Asia had the word of the Lord. This is the first time people hire out uh, a lecture hall. After that, we start preaching from the heart. You understand? The God is not the mind, but the heart. Yes. So you can see uh, uh, how vigorous Paul was uh, in the daily doing his lectures in the school of Tyrannus. And this went on. For two years, imagine So that all the Jews and the Greeks who lived in the province of Persia had the word of the Lord. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul, so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick. And their illnesses were cured, and evil spirits left them. And you can see this is a byproduct of the word. First, the word, then, second, please. A heavy saturation, a heavy dose. You can imagine daily, people being daily exposed to the word of the Lord. What will happen to their hearts? Something weird happened. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who are demon possessed. They would say, In the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. 
seven sons of Sceva, the Jewish chief priests, who were doing this. One day, the evil spirit answered them, Jesus, I know, and I know about all. But who are you? So we're very stunned Christian. You get it? But who are you? such a beating that they run out of the house naked and everything. <laughs> <laughs> mm. mm. You can see for them they were they were, they were not they were not talking from a place of relationship. Mm. And that's what happened, right? When there is no relationship, mm. they are doing it without trust. They were doing it just in Calculated the value of the scrolls, the total came to 50,000 drachmas. That's a lot of money. In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. You see what you see now. What what is happening here is the word of the Lord. It was not the miracles. See that it is the word of the Lord spread widely in power. something that can strengthen a Christian like God's real grace, gospel, the gospel. It strengthens them and you might think they are like iron but
But there is something that uh, happens to us um, after listening to the gospel is an appreciation of his presence. Mm. Yes. There is an appreciation of his presence. Well, we want to be with him. We want to recognize his presence all day, whatever we're doing. Yeah. And it grows day by day. And then we notice that even when we read God's word, it opens up. Yeah, it opens up to us. Sometimes we are waiting for something to burst from heaven, really. But when actually that quiet confidence, the quiet confidence that is birthed out of the Spirit in our hearts, eh, that puts a heavy weight on the Spirit of the world what is necessary for us to walk. That quite confidence. So Since we have these promises, sorry. Since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence. Very interesting passage, eh? but which promises is he referring to? What does a believer have common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will live with them and walk among them. I will do what? I will live with them and walk among them. 
and I will be their God and they will be my people. In Jeremiah 32, verse 28, Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. You see? It's a call. Come out of them and be what? And be separate. In, in what sense is he telling us that? In what sense is he saying this? For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? The synonym, the synonym of light and darkness, we have talked about what light means and what darkness is. Even in John chapter 3, it has distinguished what light is and what darkness is. Right? The enemy uses such verses to punch us with a heavy punch. Hmm? I think the Lord gives such verses there to punch the flesh with a heavy punch. It remains closed because you will come and say this verse is meaning come out from doing bad things and start believing. While actually saying is calling you out of legalism into grace. He's calling you out of legalism into grace. He's saying legalism defiles you. You know what I was telling you yesterday? Today morning. What the, 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 the enemy is talking to me, who's calling to me. That is legal. Legalism defiles. Hmm? But God's grace um, um, purifies us. He says, uh, he says, therefore, uh, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Be separate. Do not believe what they believe. Do not believe what they believe. Hmm? Come out from them and be separate. Change the Lord. Touch no unclean thing and I will, I will receive you. Remember the book of Job? Yeah? The last verses which says, even afraid to touch the garment that is stained by flesh. Mm. It reminds me of this. Touch no unclean thing, and they will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters. Saints, the Lord Almighty. So now you can see he's getting all covenant verses eh? and he's removing the self-righteous paint that is on them. He introduces them right here. Hmm? What does light have to do with darkness? What fellowship do they have? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? What does a believer have in common with an What agreement is there between the temple of God and Adam? For we are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will live with them and walk among them. That is interesting. It's a powerful promise. Then he said, since we have these promises, since we do have, we have these promises. Dear friends, let us purify ourselves 
from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. This is the call upon our lives to separate ourselves from, not all, it is from doctrines that defile us. It is referring to beliefs. something good, it is something good, by now as it does, and who is calling us out from the heathen, actually, the heathen spirit, yeah, he's calling us out of the heathen spirit that wants to do its own thing, wants to be wants to, you know, live out of his own strength. That's what he's calling us out from. And since we have these promises, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates the body and spirit. Perfecting holiness out of breaking God. Let us purify ourselves from now, if I said, let me purify myself from, I could say, yeah, there are some things I can purify myself from. You could read this in a different uh, lens. Perfecting holiness out of reference for God. What are you doing to perfect holiness? Okay. 
No standing blocking anyone's path, so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way in great endurance, in troubles, in hardships, in distresses. Gambit, second Corinthian, Lord. Chapter 7, verse 1. 7, verse 1. Mm. He's saying, therefore having. So what is he saying before that? Says, uh, let me check. Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness 
and the fear of God. This is NKJV. Yes. Yes. So, actually, perfect in holiness is, is uh, uh, accepting what true holiness is. Because there is such a thing as uh, an imperfect holiness. Mm. You know? Perfect in holiness means, you know, perfection. perfection. Embracing the gift versus embracing our performance. Embracing our performance is what contaminates us as contrary to what people think. Mm. Yes. What contaminates us is to explain your conclusion. Because if it's anything to do with what you can do, it will be speaking of imperfection. And it is speaking of imperfection. And reference for God, meaning that like, it is meaning that actually God, there is always a call on your life to recognize that uh, you can't pull it off. You can't pull it off. The standard is high. I can't pull it off either. Your brother cannot pull it off. Hmm? You have to embrace this gift of righteousness. That's why it makes this a very powerful verse. They say, therefore, come out from them and be separate. Actually, to be separate is to be holy. In the to be holy is in the sense, you know when people think you're to be holy, they think you stop sinning. <laughs> but to be holy is to embrace what God has done on the cross the only avenue to be righteous. That is uh, what holiness is. Yes. That's what purified us. Even elsewhere in the New Testament, they say they were purified by the hearing of the gospel, by believing the gospel. They were purified. So things that uh, contaminate the body and spirit uh, teachings because you see, uh, he's going to talk about teachers in 2 Corinthians 11. Teachers who enmesh themselves within us and have teachings to talk about that contaminate our spirit and contaminate our body. Uh, another thing is, let us purify ourselves from is the difference between from and of. Hmm? From is from the place. Of is something that is a part of you. But it is, it is to, you know, in hidden behind these verses, I can see also how strict God is. Hmm? 
how strict God is, he will not accept you on any other terms. Yeah? Apart from his son. You know the flesh is always wanting to hear testimony about itself. The God is wanting to hear testimony about itself. But the Father declares the testimony of his son. Because if he was to declare testimony of who we are, would be sunk. Yes. Let me read you a quote from here. Then we do a communion. Life seems a good kind of fellow. Yes. Isn't it nice to think of yourself that? It's nice. Nice guy. Until your cover is blown. You know the, the way we read the verses, and you can see by the time they wrote that letter, that way, it was not in existence. Eh? So they were using their reference as the word. You get? They were using their reference as the word. They were using what? The Old Testament as their reference for scriptures. Remember, this is a new community. Oh, true, true. Eh? Mm. This is a new community, and it is declaring the grace of God to the old community. All the old, the old leadership. Eh? said something about sin. Sin is meant to crush my self-righteousness. Yes. So I think I know. It's just so good. It's not that I am. It's not that I am. So, I know that I am not connect to this because I have access eh? mm. I think I have like 200 MPs or something mm. NGI just a minute now oh. you know be able to connect Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You know, your passing across the state, The heart is constantly looking to God to give a testimony about itself. Hmm? Mm -hmm. But the Father is giving a testimony concerning His Son and not about what we are. If we were to give a testimony about us, it must be about our sin and unbelief of heart. But no. And it is of great importance in this day of infidelity to see that if the Father gives a testimony, it is about His Son and what He is to receive. And it is of great importance in this day of infidelity to see that if the father gives a testimony, it is about his son and what he is to the sinner. And I think that is a good capture to the meal. Not so. The meal is not going to declare really. That's why that song we are singing all, all along, your loveliness. The loving God is, your loveliness is melting my I view myself. And the way he, he accomplishes that is to make me see what he has become to me in spite of what I am uh, myself. Thank you, Lord, for a cup of blessing. And thank you, Lord, for the perfect body. They speak peace to our lives. It is wonderful to be a child of God and to share in the blessing of your death on the cross, your expression of love.
don't draw me as inferior presence. To live in an environment of forgiveness, to live in an environment of grace, free from the curse of the law, free from the misfortunes of life, free from demonic attack, free from this, the, 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 the anger of Satan. Satan is so angry, but we thank you, it's full of light and courage. Thank you, Lord.